You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Consistency, that's the key. That's the key to everything in life, fitness, relationships, work. If you want to have success, you have to be consistent. But the, the, the wild card is motivation. It's definitely motivation. I've got Anna Tigre, my beautiful wife, with me today, and we're going to talk about this whole motivation thing. I'm motivated. Yeah, you've I'm motivated co- to you've talk about You've had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you know I've been cutting back on my coffee, so when I do have it, yeah, you just, you <laughs> just going. to say. Yes. <laughs> I had a really interesting conversation with my with my good buddy uh, Tom Richardson with uh, Top Secret Nutrition. And Tom and I've been buddies for many years now, and and he's a brilliant guy, and he comes up with these this off the cuff observations, philosophical, yeah, yeah, <laughs> theories. But this one really, really hit the mark. And what he said is, uh, you know, because we always talk about losing motivation, right? Mm-hmm. And he says we don't lose motivation. Our motivation shifts. We're motivated. Maybe I'm not motivated to go to the gym, but I'm sure motivated to sit on the couch <laughs> and watch the football game and eat a bag of potato chips, right? Sure. Uh-huh. And so motivation uh, is not something that is fleeting. Right. Our focus is fleeting. And so I want to talk right. about that today. When you, you know, you've been a professional athlete. Uh, you're a business I've been in fitness for 20 years. Yeah, the yes. last couple of weeks you've been... <laughs> turning our house upside down and moving things around. And, and so, yeah, yeah. you know, you're, you're one of those people that when you, when you decide you're doing something, you're locked onto that and people could die in front of you. And you just kind <laughs> no, of step just, over the, the, the rapidly cooling body to get to whatever it is that you're rearranging in your, in your bedroom. Pretty much, pretty much, yes. It's a, it's a curse and a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> it's both. Now, motivation, like we said, it's fleeting. It's something that comes and goes. Uh, of course, we need it because if we're not motivated, we're not going to be consistent. And uh, we're going to talk about fitness today in particular. If you're not consistent, you're not going to get goals. Right. That's part of my problem is that, you know, I get busy, I'll skip a couple days, then that turns into three or four days. Next thing you know, I've only trained twice in that week, and, and so I'm sore, and I'm training hard, but really I don't see anything happening over time. Right, right. right. And so it's something you have to do, if not every day, you know, you've got to do it consistently. If you're going to do four days a week, you do four days a week consistently, right? That's right, that's right. You know, motivation, uh, people always tell me, especially your clients, they say, you motivate me, you know, but... It, that's really not it. I think it's perspective sometimes. You know, like we were discussing, um, it could be a person, it could be reading a book, but the truth is is that I think at some point in life we need to learn how we get our motivation so we don't depend on other people to motivate us. Well, and, and that's, a, that's, that's a very good point because, it, and each person is different. Like I, I get motivated, I, I like to read a lot of books and depending on the book I'm reading, um, I can be a lot more motivated. Uh, you know, it's not a lot of work for me to haul my butt out to the gym and, and do, you know, what I got to do there, right? On a consistent basis. And even in the morning when it's really, really cold or, or it's dark or you just don't feel like training, 
when I read the girl with the dragon tattoo, you wanted to eat sandwiches. <laughs> all I <laughs> wanted to coffee. do, yeah, and I almost had a cigarette because <laughs> it was all they did. But it's true. Whatever you put in your brain, it's it's whoever you know. If you guys have read this book, it's an it's a great book. It's a trilogy, so it goes on and on, and you can't stop. But if you feel the urge to start smoking, if, stop reading. Yeah, it, right? just stop just, reading just it. Rent the movie. But you know. Like you said, you you got to find things that will fill your mind with with something that will motivate you towards your goals, not towards <laughs> drinking coffee and smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Sandwiches aren't so bad. Very, very important. But that's the thing. I mean, you got to find... You see, my thing is, is books. I like reading. There's a genre of books that I like reading. Uh, and what it is is it always keeps me focused on doing the you, uncomfortable things. You are that military guy yeah. kind of... Yeah. 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 Anything like that. Uh, even 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 uh, the the Jack Reacher series of novels. You know, I'll read those, and and yeah, they're goofy and they're. But you know what? They they I I stop being such a softy. You know, it sparks something. It, that's that's the thing. You got to find out what. Will yeah. Spark. You gotta, yeah. You got to find the thing that works for you. you that know? it makes you want to get uncomfortable. For me, I want to just sometimes just like, oh man, I just want to lay in bed. You know what I mean? Or, or you just want to sit in my chair and I'll write something. Or, but you got to get up and move around. Right. And so if you find those things, you know, it, it's it for me, it's about being comfortable being uncomfortable and actually looking at being uncomfortable as a positive thing. You know, mm -hmm. and then you kind of embrace that opportunity to, you know, because, you know, you're going to grow from it or something. You're going to be a tougher guy or, you know, you know, for me, one of the things <laughs> that really works is um, I like working out with a partner because I'm competitive by nature, but in, like in a good way, you know. And see, I, I really don't. Yeah. It, for me, it works what, what, well. What what do you get out of that? Is it adversarial, like that kind of a, a competition, or is it just it, not in not in a bad way? But what I'm you know what I'm thinking is, and uh, my friend Connie came to town, you know, from yes. Texas, and and we both went to the gym, and and like she said, she's the same way as I am, and it's like, you know, I am not doing. Uh, if I said 50 reps, I'm not doing 49, you know, for, but if I'm by myself, maybe I'll be like, oh, but you know, my hip hurts and maybe I'll give myself an excuse. <laughs> but if somebody is there, I, I, that I count on, you know, that I, I will not stop and I'll probably do a few extra, you know. So, so what do you do? What do you do if you have to go by yourself? What if you don't have somebody that's. If I there? have to go by myself, um, Truly what I have to do is plan ahead of time exactly what I'm going to do and commit to it. And then once I made the commitment, but I can't wing it. Like I can't just get there and be like, oh, you know, oh, just do this or th because then I don't have a plan. And then I, I feel like I, you know, I don't go all the way. Right. You know what I mean? So I just, I'll stop when I, so when it gets what, too no, uncomfortable. No matter what it is, if you, now the, the, this is something we don't talk about publicly, I guess, but I can use it in this example. Okay. You, you, <laughs> now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, don't be. It's, but you do a lot of living inside your head. You don't always communicate what's going on there. Do you, do you then plan out your workouts in your head? Like you go with sets and reps or you just say, this, I'm, I'm going to go today and do this? Or yeah, What I realized that works best is, yes, I need to commit to something. Either with, you know, if it's by myself and then I have to be locked in my world, I can't, 
I have to have headphones on. Like I can't be uh, taking other people's energy because it's all it dis it distracts me and it pulls my own energy. So I have to co go in, don't talk to anybody, get it done. Um, I you know not stop because see I'm like I have a w honor you know like you give your word so I give my word to myself and this is what I'm doing <laughs> and then once I'm done I can socialize and that's fine so if we were to dissect that then mm -hmm. you know there's there's a part of you that that you that that works for you, you yeah you that can works make that for promise me. to yourself you make that challenge to yourself right and you will stick with it you'll live or die that's right. part of your value system right but if I go in without a plan I get distracted I you know it, it just I the workout is not the same so I need I need a plan and see for me my experience over the years now you've trained hundreds of people I've trained yeah. hundreds of people over the years you know people with that value system are just so much easier to work with because right. there's they just have a set of rules that they abide by and, right. and that's their identity and, and that's their culture that's that's what they they do. And so if you can get motivated to have that, the people that are the, the most difficult in my experience to work with are the people that don't have that sense of uh, importance. There's a sense of importance in completing what you start or, right. or you, know, the, you know what I mean? But, but you know what, Terry, I, I look back to when I first started in fitness and um, I remember that, you know, from my, my teen years to my mid-twenties, that's when really I started working out. Um, I was always like up and down and I was always starting a new diet and I never really quite got there, you know, to the finish line because whenever I would get uncomfortable, I would stop. Like, uh, And that's the key right it, there. Right. Ex you gotta, you, you have to be uncomfortable. At some point you're going to be uncomfortable. At, at, and how are you going to get through that? We, we, we all, we've all seen Rocky and then busted out that night or the next day <laughs> exactly. and took your favorite sweatpants and cut you the know, knees off. You know? After a few days, it's not fun anymore, right. but you haven't really seen any results. Right. And I remember, I remember the time where I, I made the conscious decision to say, I'm not stopping. And, and it's kind of like you fake it until you make it kind of thing. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not stopping until I get to the point where I'm quote unquote maintaining and no longer restarting. Mm -hmm. And I think that at that point, it's not motivation. I mean, it is because you had the motivation to, to the, you know, to see the result, but it's discipline. And at some point, you need to find within but yourself. Discipline itself is is motivation, right? Motivated to, to See, be this disciplined. Is the, this is the thing, and, and now I'm defining true. motivation. No, that's but, true. but this is this is what Tom's contention was. Is yeah. that is it's how we use the word motivation because it gets confusing, right? And so, if you're motivated, you, you, you know, it, it doesn't mean it's a. Motivation is not necessarily, hey, I want to go knock down this wall and I'm going to squat the more, more than I've ever done before. You know, it's not this monumental thing. Mm -hmm. It's just a direction. It's like, okay, you know, I'm motivated to sit on the couch. And, and that's the problem is if we're constantly seeking that comfort in our life, right. if that's our goal, then anything that's uncomfortable, we're right. going to shy away from. And so that's what I meant by that value system. If your value system, if you've been raised 
to believe that, you know, success is doing less and being comfortable all the time, mm -hmm. then you're just not going to do well in fitness. You're going to struggle in business. You're going to struggle in relationships because these things are never eternally comfortable. Right. There are comfortable moments, but they're peaks and valleys. You know, you're going to have discomfort. It's, you know, it, yeah, in the summertime, it's great because you can walk around in a bikini and, you, you know, not me. But you can walk around, you know, Good. out, you know, but then there's the winter time and, yeah. and it's this time of year right. that people, oh, I'm losing my motivation. And Tom's contention is this, no, you don't lose it. Just you just redirect it. it to something else. Now. Sure. You know, and, and that's a good point because uh, I, I just had this talk with um, a friend of mine and she just recently uh, changed her diet, I, you know, made it a little more strict. She basically stopped drinking her wine that she liked so much or reduce a lot and in the past few months she lost 11 12 pounds mm -hmm. and uh she was telling me oh i know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah she looks great she looks amazing and she was telling me well but i still need to tone and this and and i told her you don't arrive to a destination <laughs> you know this is it and i think that's one of the things like competing was very unhealthy because of that because um if you if you compete to get to the to the competition day and then enjoy yourself for a week, you you can everybody knows this. You can lose those results faster than oh gosh. you know, mm -hmm. and then you, you even go the other way, right? So if it took twelve weeks to lose ten pounds, you can gain fifteen pounds in in the first couple of weeks if you're not careful. And so, if you diet to get in a bikini. And then you get in your bikini and you go on vacation and your habits change so drastically, you're, you're always going to be up and down. And that's, that's the epiphany that I had about 20 years ago mm -hmm. is that, no, this is going to have to be a lifestyle. Now, for me, uh, being totally honest, the better shape I'm in, the easier it is for me to be motivated towards my fitness, towards right. getting off the couch. And, and, and if I an let it slip... That, that's a hugely important element. Right. You know, success, they always you know, say success is the greatest motivator, but it really is. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, it, it, it helps us stay on track with our motivation because we've had a series of wins. You know, yes. we, we've, we've studied this, this whole brain plasticity thing we've been you know, fascinated by for months now and, and the books we've read about that. And, and, you know, we're human beings. We want to achieve things. And, mm -hmm. and actually, this is a good conversation about goals as well. Uh, because when you can set short, small goals and you achieve them, right. you know, you, you can't wait to do the next one. These are successes and they're easy things to do, you know. And so pretty soon we set aside the discomfort because getting the next goal, taking off the next workout or the next challenge yep. uh, becomes uh, the primary thing and the discomfort is less of a thing. So we don't focus on the, the, the negatives of, of discomfort, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's exactly it. I always tell my clients when we first started, I said, I tell them, you know, you need to just hang in there until you start feeling, feeling the changes, you know, it, because before you even see them, you feel them. I said, you know, I don't care how uncomfortable you are. You need to know that this is a part, this is a win. If you're feeling very uncomfortable, that's a part of your success. So how do you work goals into that? Um, daily. That it has to be daily. In, in the very beginning, um, especially if I'm working with a client, for example, that needs a detox. Mm -hmm. So we cut out sugar, we cut out dairy, we cut out all the 
Tasty. Addictive stuff. (laughs) Yeah, and you go through withdrawal. It's it's just like, you know, Mm -hmm. I would imagine, not that I know how it is to get off drugs, but it's it's similar. Mm -hmm. And their 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 bodies are physically missing in and asking for it. Hey, I you have say a good their exa- bodies. We're talking about us now. <laughs> Our bodies. Yeah. yeah. yeah I have a I just, time. I, I, I just drift. got off coffee. Are you kidding me? That was that was tough. Yeah. You know, and and you get the headaches and, and things like that. And so with them, um, I tell them, okay, you know, today this is the goal. You gotta drink a gallon of water. You gotta, you know, if you have a craving you have to, this is the plan to, you know, work around it. So you give them a list of things mm-hmm. and basically to, to tick off a box. Right. So at the end of the day, if you can go to bed and know that you did those things, you feel good about mm-hmm. yourself. You feel like you won. And you that's know? the thing. Like human beings are built to do lists. Right. You know, we're built to do lists. If we've got 10 things on a list, you know, we like to, we like that, 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 positive reinforcement every time you get to tick something off mm-hmm. it's really really positive and, and that's really how you can use your goals oftentimes people and and this is another another tom theory mm-hmm. uh, tom richardson theory but but you can uh, write a tom book well you know but he, tom quotes i should tom quotes <laughs> <laughs> but uh the point is is that when you set a goal oftentimes we say okay well i want to be in bikini shape by next year or whatever that's called a wish mm-hmm. okay goals in 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 the way we use goals now after talking to tom i've reevaluated how i use them and what they are is they are things to get us past the discomfort right because it's not hard to keep your motivation on a task when you're having a good time and it feels good mm-hmm. it's through the difficult times and so what we do is Based on the level of discomfort that we feel, that's the length of the goal that we set. Right. <clears throat> and the analogy, excuse me, <clears throat> the analogy I've used many times is when you and I were doing interval training on the treadmill, and uh, you're running 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Right. You're at a high elevation. And Sometimes a high speed. your goal is three more seconds. Right, hang because in there. you feel like you're going to get shot <laughs> off the back end of right. that, that treadmill, right? right? But you, what it is is you go, okay, I'm going to go three more seconds. Right. Well, three seconds at that point seems like an eternity. Right. You know. Right. Uh, and so a three second goal, I think that okay, that's a that's a short term goal. Mm-hmm. Well. You know, no, it might be three one-second goals. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and so the, the, the level of discomfort that you feel is directly proportionate to the length of the goal. So when you're new at fitness, like I'm just coming back now after, mm-hmm. you know, I took a break for a couple months, mm-hmm. uh, self-imposed, and it was, I wish I didn't do it, <laughs> frustrated because I lost all that ground. But the thing is, is I'm re-motivated now, or I've redirected my motivation. My motivation was on family and, mm-hmm. you know, just doing summer stuff, right? Now my motivation is I want to get back to my old self, training hard, in great shape. Right. I want that feeling. So what I've done is I've set, now my goals are very short goals because sometimes it's hard now. I'm used to not you, cutting out that time of the day to go to the gym. So what I do is I shorten. I have a goal every day now to do something. I have to do something. Right. You know, and just um, just really what the, the goal is, is to cut out time every day of this week. Mm-hmm. So each day I have a goal to do something. So I got to watch the clock. And if I'm getting close to noon and I haven't done anything yet, I have to work to carve time out. And so right. those goals are just little things that we can tick off on the on the on our box, you know, on our list. Right. Right. And, right. and so by having that, that in itself, just creating 10 things that you got to take off every day that yep. are going to propel you towards your fitness goal. 
mm-hmm. will motivate you because that becomes the success. Even though your body doesn't change, because that's the hard part. Yeah. You know, like I'm training hard now and like this, and I feel like, man, I just like, and then I look in the mirror and it's like. Not quite there yet. Yeah, I've got Homer <laughs> Simpson in the mirror and I've got, you know, <laughs> Not in your mind. No, you and and that's that's a great point. I'll I'll tell you. You know, um, after my mom left, and I know it was August 9th, because I was so done. Uh, you know, for six weeks we were eating at restaurants. Not not done visiting mom. We love not, mom, and yeah. we can't wait till she comes back. <laughs> love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I was so done with being off track. Um, my parents, they have never visited for this long. So it, mm. it definitely was a priority, you know, to, to show them a good time. And, oh, and not only that, but just to spend time with them. To spend know? time your, with your them. Your father is always so busy traveling the world working. Right. We don't get to see him very often. So to get to see them together, I mean, this is a monumental thing. And it we was both amazing. felt the same way. We right. just basically set life aside for, right. for, the, for the six weeks they were here. But I'll tell you, you know, I'm, I'm already very sensitive to food as, as I share with the world all the time. And when they left, I was almost, you know, depressed, like just the food. And don't get me wrong. I wasn't going out and eating, you know, piles of, you know, just fast eating, food. Just eating restaurant just food Just eating every day. restaurant food. Yeah. yeah. Just with the, you know, all the extra stuff they put in it. So on August 9th, I, I cleaned up and I kind of went through that detox that I talked about. No sugar, you know, no grains, all this other stuff. And it's been five weeks now. And I, and I went through some rough spots where I wanted something, you know, I, maybe I wasn't feeling well and so I wanted to reward myself. I wanted something, but I didn't. I didn't give in. And now it's like that's my new norm. I'm eating super healthy. I don't really have any cravings. You have to get through that first month, mm-hmm. you know, in now my working out and I think I've lost five pounds, you know. But don't you think that first month is easiest? Not for me. No? Not for me. Um, For me, because I'm a routine person, whatever my routine is, is what I want to stay on. I'm a Taurus. Right. (laughs) See, for me, that first month, because I've made this decision, I've reached that point of utter disgust. Right. I want so badly to get back. I mean, it's hard. It's the most uncomfortable period of time is that first month. But that first month, man, I'm not missing anything. You know, I mean, I want to get there. I want to be, uh, you know, I I got a year's worth of work ahead of me and I'm going to get it done in a week. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like that. But but that's what I'm doing now. See, and for me, whatever. I'm the kind of person that I can eat the same thing every day, the same meals, the same breakfast, the same... I know. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> Sometimes I have to make two meals because I, I, I thrive on routine, but I, oh, it takes me... Fish again. Yes. <laughs> again. It takes a, a little bit for me to, you know, incorporate this and embrace this routine. Once I embrace it, I'm, I'm good. You know, I, it takes See, a lot to get me... Out of it. You were very opposite. Yes. I, I didn't realize that until just now, but you know what? You're right. I see that. In After you. eight years, we're still finding yeah. stuff about each other. My thing is, is when I hit a goal, you know, then I kind of like, ah, cool. And I have a tendency to coast if I don't have another goal already before I hit the goal. Right. So if I'm going to do something on, like I did, the, the thousand push-ups on my birthday, okay? Yeah. And then because I didn't set a goal afterwards, and for me, I can't wait till I'm done that, then set a new goal. Right. I need to be plugging that into my head while I'm highly motivated, almost at my goal. I'm at 
highly motivated to train. Right. You know. Right. And uh, it's like getting ready for a contest when you used to do a show. You yeah. know, when you're when you're two weeks out before that show, you're you're glued to that routine. Right? Yes. Nothing gets in the way. Right. And so at that point, I'm most effective when I plug in my next goal. At that then point. And there. Yeah. And then. What happens is I have my goal, but it's not as intimidating for one, and I'm already working towards the next one. Sure. And so that way, I know I will stay on track. If I wait till I complete that goal, then set a new one, mm-hmm. I lose momentum. That's... And momentum for me... Right. <clears throat> momentum is a motivator. Right. You know? Yeah. So when I first start, I've got the mo- that momentum... Yes. Right? And then, uh, then when I... When you're I, I almost just, there. Yeah, and then yeah. when I'm uh, like three weeks in or whatever, then I got to kind of... You know, that's when your body starts to, you know, click in the glide and the things get a little bit easier and like that. And But you're not seeing the results. No, and so it's a little harder for me to keep my motivation directed toward that thing. So that's when I utilize my goals. Right. And so, okay, so this week I'm going to do this. Or what I do is I change it up. So I'm in the gym and I'm doing lots of bodybuilding style training. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do some... Start doing some conditioning or running hills or doing something like that so it's something new that I can get excited about again. Yeah. And then when I get to by the second month, there's a you know a visible difference yeah. you know, in the body, right? And see, go ahead. Well, and then what it is is I just keep working toward a goal and mm-hmm. then I need to set that new goal. Now with you, it's it's different, but but the momentum, that momentum is still there. When you start, you you gain momentum and you just continue to gain it. Yes. Well, that's true. Uh, but what? But one of the things that I have to fight against is that in the start, it's a new routine. And every day, my body doesn't want that new routine. It wants to stay in whatever it was that it's my norm. And so I'm actually, those first couple of weeks are the hardest for me. Because I have, it. it's like I have to fight every day the urge to go back to whatever like I was doing. Like if we say we're going <laughs> to run at five in the morning, Anna's up tapping her toe at the door. like Th- That's true, but it's all... It's, you know, it's my mind, but, but my body doesn't want to do it. No, your body doesn't want to do it, but you're doing it. And that's yes. when you click onto anything new. That's <laughs> when you're the most vigilant true. about doing it. You're not going to miss a workout ever. Yeah, you know? that's true. If and your heart stops beating, you'll just bang yourself in the chest and go train. Right. right. And then another thing that for me um, works really well is, uh, for example, if I fall off my routine meaning the, especially the diet, you know, if I'm, if I'm eating out, like we were on vacation mode for six weeks, I, I can't come back and hit workouts and diet at the same time. It's too much. Oh, interesting. Like I can't go full on. I'm working out every day hard and I change my diet completely. We've never had this conversation. Yeah, isn't and that I've wondered why you do that, like you kind of half. I have, I, to me what works is I do the diet first. And one of the things is that um, eating foods that are not on my, you know, super healthy diet, I, I don't have the extra energy. And just any time that I clean up my diet, my body goes through, I don't know if it's hormonal, you know, or, or what it is, but it goes through this, this shifts. And once I'm on a routine with a new diet and I don't have to really think about it, that's when I can really dig deeper with the workouts. Not that I didn't work out before, but I'll do stuff that is a little bit easier. You know, I, I'm not really pushing myself too hard because what I realize is that if I go a hundred percent all at once, it doesn't last because I'm too beat up. And now 
honestly, at 41, my body doesn't recover like when, when I was 27, that I could just, you know, dive in. And so it has to be gradual for me. So I do the diet first, you know, I feel more energized, I get rid of a couple pounds, you know, and then I can just plug in the exercise and then I continue to, to make progress. And see, that's different for me because I know I you, is, you jump right into I the just workouts. Dive right in. You yeah. Did, like the switch goes on and that's it. And yeah. so the workouts and then the next thing to come for me is the food because I am not, you know, if I'm not recovering, right. then I adjust my food. Well, so you eat more when you, when you're working out hard because, yeah. and, and I think that's another difference. Like you, you are 220 pounds, and, but you're a very strong man. So if we go to the gym and you're, you're recruiting all of your muscles, you're burning way more calories than I am. You know what I mean? That it, I'm an average strength woman, 125 pounds. Like I, I'm not burning that many calories when we both go in. So I go in and yes, I up my calories a little bit when I start to eat it clean. Uh, but you have to up your calories way much. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you know, otherwise you're not recovering. And that w- that's one of the things that I had to learn about feeding you. Cause that's, you know, my, my role in our, in our family is that, when you diet, you actually eat more. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> right. That's the truth. I mean, when I'm, when I'm not training, you know, I, I'll eat two, three times a day. Right. And I get fat. Right. Just from that. When I start training, I eat. Six, seven times a oh, day. And it's. Tons of food. A lot you know? of food. And yeah. And, I, and if I don't do that, I just don't feel well. Right. You know? So. But, you know, I, I, I have a funny story to, to share. And I'm sharing this story because... Um, I'm nervous. No, 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 no. Okay. Not about you. Um, I, it's not that bathroom mirror incident <laughs> from this morning? I realized... <laughs> I, 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 no, I realized yesterday... I Okay, so we're in this process of, uh, you know, adopting kids. And we have to do... To get licensed, we have to do our research on, right. you know, schools and daycares and... Um, we have a, you know, to have a plan for our fitness. And uh, so one of the things is we, we, we go to three different gyms in town, but everybody in Las Vegas that has kids, they say, go to this one gym and they have the best kid uh, place, you know, whatever it's called. So kid department, (laughs) the kid kid department. department. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true parent. (laughs) So anyway, we we used to go to this gym, but, you know, compared to all the other gyms that uh, we go to, it's substantially more. They have the best kid department. They have the best kid department, but it's substantially more each month. Like... 10 times more than the other gym we go to, right? Right. And so... It's a car payment. So Terry and I were like, okay, it's it's very nice and everything, but truly we can't justify paying this every month um, since we we have all these other gyms we go to. You know, Mm -hmm. we would go there maybe once, twice a week. It wasn't worth it. So now that we're in this process, we're like, hey, let's revisit that idea because now we'll have... Because they have... The best kid department. department. (laughs) Forevermore, we'll pay for this. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I go in yesterday, and you know, mind you, I'm wearing jeans and and a long sleeve t shirt because it's now 80 degrees in Vegas and it's very cold. (laughs) But I have a long sleeve um, t shirt, and I walk in real quick just to ask about cost because 
I need to know, you know, how much more it is for the kids and what is it that makes them so good at it? What makes their kid department so good and <laughs> what they offer and like that. And the salesperson, this guy, he, you know, automatically went down to his list of whatever he was trained on. Instead of listening you know, to what Instead you of listening, because I walked in and I said, listen, I, my husband and I used to be a member. They used to, we used to be members. And uh, we, we have memberships in three other gyms in this town. And so we couldn't justify paying your dues um, since we barely use the club. But now, you know, we're in the process of adoption and we heard that, you know, you have a great kid department and uh, we're very I'm very interested in knowing that this is what I told him yeah and he's like oh sure you know and I'll show you like, like that and he goes uh and he looked at me you know and I don't know what he was looking at because like I said I was all covered covered up and he's like well and mom probably really need to achieve her goals too <laughs> and I'm like did he just say that like I'm no, you're never, never in bad shape ever. No, and I've always got a six pack, no matter year round, no matter what's going. And on. that's the thing. Like I'm 125 <laughs> pounds, you know. And I was like, should I show him my six pack? I'm like, no, he's not worth it. But I was upset at first, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like that's so rude. It's very insensitive. It's so into. But imagine to if anybody, you imagine right? if you were somebody that was not familiar with gyms. How you, you get all amped up to walk in there. And that's exactly what I was thinking. And somebody's going to say something stupid like that. Right. Can you imagine? Like, I'm, I have, you know, a high self-esteem as far as my, my gym, right. <laughs> my gym time, right? right. I'm like, I, I got this. Like, I, I can train this guy, you know, like. Right. But the thing is, is that it made me think and I'm going, wow, how that would affect somebody that is actually just starting out. And and how would that make them feel? Somebody like, who's really self-conscious about right. it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, because for a second it affected me. Like, I, I actually wanted to give him an excuse or whatever. And, and then I'm like, what? No. You know, like, this guy doesn't matter. But, and then he proved me, you know, he proved that I was right by three or four other things that I told him, like he totally didn't Bl listen and just yeah. went down, his and just yeah. went down to his But script. that's a good point, Anna, because, because going back to motivation now, you know, how many things, you, like just imagine, I mean, there's, there's, there's relationships where husbands or wives are like that, you know, mm -hmm. where they undermine your training or right. your goals or the things that you want to do. And all of that, I think, speaks to motivation. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's discomfort that will draw us away from motivation, right? right? Unless we embrace discomfort, but <clears throat> it'll be, uh, I think I'd rather just stay home. It's warm inside, you know, or, right. oh, I think I want to get a little extra hour of rest instead, <laughs> right. right? So it's that comfort that will derail our motivation, yes. right? So when it's a psychological comfort walking into a facility, and this is the thing, like there, we do train at a lot of different gyms here. Uh, but there's some that I prefer more than others. And what it is, is it's a comfort level that I have there. Right. You know, when I walk in, the people are cool. You know, like there's one gym that we go to all the time. But if you go at the wrong time of the day, it's just a really it's weird. Wrong vibe. Real yeah. weird Vegas vibe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so it, it's. Nice people watching, though. <laughs> yeah. The people watching is good. <laughs> but not for training. <laughs> but not for training because everybody's just very in a different headspace, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so it's very competitive and very adversarial and, yeah. you know, and, uh, and you're more likely to get in a fight than have a really good workout, right? Right. And so 
um, something like that is demotivating. Right. You know, I mean, we 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 stopped going there for that very reason. You right. Know, went to a different place that was more friendly and accepting and like that. Right. Exactly. And so you, when you go to that motivation, you really, I think it's something that you just really can't leave to chance. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, there's there's books that I like to read all the time, and and uh, I don't read them necessarily to motivate myself to train, but maybe that's not such a bad idea. Mm-hmm. You know, finding things and putting things around you. I mean, affirmations are something we've known since, you know, forever, right? Right. But, uh, but seriously, I think they're really, really good things to have. I used to have sticky notes when I was uh, younger. And I had sticky notes of how much weight I wanted to lift and how much right. I wanted to weigh and like that. And I actually, they were useful for making goals. And- but I think that's important to I keep agree. that motivation and to keep your momentum. Yeah. You know, you have to be in charge of your motivation. Don't just How, leave it to what motivates you. And and that's another thing, you know, I, I found with, with my clients and friends that, you know, the following like the quote unquote fitness people on Instagram, right. you know, um, sometimes is motivating and sometimes is actually a distraction because if, if you are so far from looking like that, or maybe you have to be born again to, to look a certain because way, genetics you genetically, like you just yeah. won't be like that. It's not motivating. It's actually... But there's a, there's a couple girls, and, and there's some guys out there too, uh-huh. that are actually, they're, they're actually doing some really cool workouts and doing well, stuff like that. And that's to the me, thing. that's motivating. To me too. Like if, if, but if it's just looking at somebody's bot or, you know, like <laughs> right. that, that's not really... Mo- well, it's maybe a motivation for some people, but I don't know, you know, maybe it, it does work for your training. I don't it, know. But. It, it does work for some people though. Like I know people, they're like, oh, you know, I, I follow so-and-so because... You know, um, I like how her legs look. And so that makes me want to go to the gym. Okay, you know, I can, but... But, but that's a whole nother show, though, because, you know, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this about that. You're going to take a rain check on that one? Well, no, it just, you know, I go back to my years in the fitness industry, and, and you know, you're dealing with all of the top bodies in the world, right? Uh-huh. And I'm photographing them all the time. And yet there's, I, you know, I don't remember, there's probably one or two, but everybody had something that they absolutely hated about their bodies and they all had somebody else that they envied because they had something, you know, it's that whole, absolutely. you know, I've got blue eyes, so I want brown eyes. I've got straight hair, so I want curly hair thing. It's that right. whole thing. You right. know what I mean? So that's a whole nother topic. True. But, uh, you know, how many girls say, okay, I want that girl's butt, but genetically that's just impossible. <laughs> You're going to yes. have, you know, find somebody yeah. that's got a, a structure yeah. like yours yeah. and maybe be inspired by their butt, but it's, yeah. oh, they always pick the girl. Yeah. That has just completely, completely different yeah. genetics. No, they. You know? we, I'm we gonna look it. like that guy. He's six foot five. I'm yeah. five foot ten. You know, it's not gonna happen, dude. We you know? you, we do that with hair to women. You know, I I know all my friends that are hairdressers. It drives them crazy because they people come in and I with want a this picture. girl's hairstyle. Yeah, yes. I, can you cut my hair like this? No, I can't because <laughs> you don't have enough hair. It's not the same texture, and you know, and it's gonna look funny on your face, right? Right, right. And so, so that's a whole nother thing. True. And so my, you know, my, my contention is this: is my art. I don't look to other people like that to get motivation. Mm-hmm. I look to things that are going to strike me inside and be meaningful. Yeah, I think that kind of stuff is now. Now, having said that, if I'm surrounded by fit people all the time. 
whether, you know, I, it's, I feel, that energy is just positive. Yes, and absolutely. Can, me too. That yeah. can help direct my motivation. You yeah. know, so of course I don't go hang out at bingo if I want to get motivated to work out. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, if I want to shift right. my motivation, I'll right. go hang around with people that are positive just because of that kind of an energy and influence. That is true. That but is true. just looking at somebody's arms and saying, I want to have arms like that. It's right. like, well, I'm going to have to have surgery then because my, that's not my body. To me, what really motivates me is when I see girls, but guys too, I guess, but that just train really hard, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. because I, I always feel like, you know, I'm kind of dumb like that, but there's nothing I can't do. I like, I'm always up for trying something, right? Even if I can't do it, I'm like, Oh, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love like, that about you. That's I always awesome. think I can do that. You yeah. know, I remember when I went to a tri-fitness camp mm-hmm. and, uh, oh my gosh, it was so hard, but you know, I, but you did good. Yeah. I wouldn't back off. Like I would right. just, okay, I, I'm going to do it, but I'm sure that I didn't look anything like the picture in my head. Exactly. That's a meme. That's a meme. But you know what? The effort of trying, it really doesn't matter because your body is so not used to doing that, that just by trying, you're putting it at overdrive, right? Right, right. And you're getting results more so than somebody that can just easily jump over that wall, (laughs) right? And you're like, how do they do that? But I, I find it very inspiring to, you know, like, uh, Lexi Berryman, we shoot her a lot and she trains. I mean, the girl broke her neck last year and now she's doing, you know, PRs and CrossFit. Right. So I find it really, really inspiring anytime and see, I'm around her. But there, but, and that's the thing, like you could say, oh, I like to be around Lexi Berryman, you know, because she looks good and she trains hard, but the, there's so much, many other elements to her personality. Right. Now, if I, was around Lexi Berryman every day, then I'd see other elements where, you know, the personality, you know, that whole training part would become part of a greater thing. Right. But I can pick out, like there's people that I love to be around when I train, Mm -hmm. you know, but I don't want to go hang out with them. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. But they, they help me direct my motivation. Yeah. And so I guess what the answer is, is just find out what it is that motivates you Remember that making lists and ticking things off, so setting short, short, short-term goals and ticking off and having 10 successes in a day is a great motivator. Success is a great motivator. And Absolutely. momentum. Yeah. Plan your momentum and plan your goals and always be moving forward and, and, and never stand still. I have one more thing to add to that list. Fire away. If you, for some reason, um, miss out a workout or mess up your diet, don't feel like you're starting from scratch again. Just keep going because that will be a minor dot, you know, if you, if you right. just keep going. But if you let that affect your self-esteem. A one-week binge will set you back. Right. A one-meal binge does not set you back. Exactly. So just, just forget about it. Forget about the guilt. And move on. And understand why it happened. Did you go too many hours without eating? Yeah. Was it a blood sugar thing? Did you not prepare your meal? You weren't, or, were you know, you, or did you just, just want to eat something you shouldn't have? You just pl- <laughs> yeah, you just wanted to eat it, you know. So troubleshoot it and move forward because the guilt, it, that's, what, it, that's a motiva- motivation killer. Right. So you have to take an active role in managing your motivation. Understand, as Tom says, your motivation is always with you, but yep. it's what you direct it toward. That's right. And with that, I'm motivated to have some breakfast. I hope you're <laughs> motivated to make some for me. <laughs> I we'll, am. And we'll be back in a few days with another show.